Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Joined now by Lance Taylor at the Lance Taylor, 94.5 Jocks down in Birmingham. LT, I know, I mean, I got a bunch I want to get into you uh, into with you, but you are a huge college football fan. How much fun is it to know that FBS is back? And down in the state of Alabama, how much enthusiasm is there over Alabama and Auburn being able to play? And how optimistic are you about college football in general now that FBS officially kicked off last night? Well, you know, I started becoming really optimistic, um, and and you know that you're a fanatic when you watch all of Austin P and Central yeah, Arkansas last club. Saturday night. Yeah. Yes, so of course I was on the wrong side. I've started the uh, college football season zero and three last night, or zero and three after uh, Austin P, and then uh, my losers last night on the UAB under, and I had Southern Miss giving South Alabama their first road win in uh, since 2017. But with all that said, Clay, yes, very optimistic. Very excited about it. Um, in fact, you know, I don't know if you realize, UAB, I think, has got the second longest home winning streak in college football. They've won 19th straight at Legion Field. I almost made my first ever appearance at a UAB game. So just because you were so excited for college football. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I mean, beyond excited. Uh, I mean, we all went through this pandemic together. I mean, I guess we're still going through it, but we went through isolation together. Um, it seemed like we were never going to have sports again, and then Major League Baseball rolls out, and the NBA has done a really good job in the bubble as far as staying COVID-free. And a lot of people didn't believe we would have college football, and uh, now we've got three games under our belt, and not the, the slate is too exciting this weekend with Middle Tennessee State and Army and SMU and Texas State and Arkansas State and Memphis 
but I'm extremely excited. I'm extremely optimistic now. Uh, Join the club. And I think the pressure on the Big Ten is going to get ratcheted up every day because I think a lot of Big Ten fans watched some of the games last night. I think they'll watch on Saturday. I think they'll watch on Monday. And then by the time the NFL kicks off on Thursday and by September 12th when we have the ACC and we have the Big 12 actually playing, I mean, there's going to be a legitimate full-on revolt in the Big Ten, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And I, I, you know, I don't know how much you know, and I know that um, you were somewhat instrumental in you know, some phone calls that were made this past week. And Did you ever believe that I was going to be in, involved in helping to, uh, to try to fight for the Big Ten season to be played? Listen, uh, 2020, anything can happen. So it was just <laughs> kind of par for the course. But I think we all appreciate as Americans you doing your part and trying to get this thing done. Look, I think there's a lot of SEC fans and probably Big 12 fans and ACC fans that don't really care. I think you're like me, though. I think the more the merrier. And I think, it, you know, there's going to be an asterisk on this season regardless more than likely because of how the conference schedules are going to be played and the abbreviation of games and probably some missed games. But I would love for the, the, the Big Ten to be able to take part in this and then ultimately the Pac-12. I don't know what happens there. Um, but what have you heard about this so-called announcement today that possibly 10 of the 14 institutions will start up on October 10th? I mean, is that just a rumor? Is that legitimate? I, I don't know. There's so many different floating possibilities out there. Uh, I, I, I would be surprised if anything gets announced today. That's just me. But I do think that by the time we get to you know Tuesday coming out of Labor Day, there are going to be a lot of people who are absolutely furious about the Big Ten decision. Because I think more than anything else, what it's demonstrated is they didn't need to make a decision in early August about what to do. And they didn't need to be scheduling games. I mean, Ohio State was scheduled to kick off the season last night. So if they had just pushed all the way back to September 26th, like the SEC did, uh, then I think there'd be a lot of people out there saying, what in the world are you talking about? Of course they're going to be able to play uh, come September 26th. And instead... I think they behaved in a uh, scattershot, irrational, uh, without justification manner. And as every state has started to open back up, I mean, I thought yesterday Michigan announcing that high school sports could start back up. It's a really big deal, right? Because it makes it hard for you to argue if every kid out there in Michigan can play high school football that Michigan and Michigan State can't play. I mean, that's just uh, that doesn't pass the smell test to me. Yeah, look, and I don't want to get deep here, but, you know, each year that goes by, you lose a year of your life, and you only get so many football seasons. And, you know, I'm (laughs) such a – I mean, seriously, I'm such a Rams fan that I can't imagine going a year without watching the Rams. It's one of my most exciting things that, sadly, I mean, it's one of my top three things in life. And, you know, I can't wait for SoFi Stadium to open next Sunday night against the Cowboys. And I can't even imagine for an Ohio State fan, and we know how passionate college football fans are, and I think the Big Ten right behind the SEC on the passion meter. And if you're an Ohio State fan and you're looking around and you've got Cincinnati playing, you've got all high school playing, you've got uh, the Browns playing, the Bengals playing, yep. and you can't play, it, it just makes zero sense. And now the Pac-12 is talking about these, this new testing partnership. Um, you know, we're learning more and more about this virus and and it seems like it's getting safer and safer for these kids to go out there and play. 
I just don't understand it. And I really think, you know, if we go another two, three, four weeks, maybe an entire season with the Big Ten and the Pac-12 sitting on the sideline, and this thing goes off without a hitch, I mean, it's just something that they're never going to be able to get over. I think you're right. I think you're 100% right. Uh, you uh, like the NBA. I enjoy watching the NBA. Um, I, I just said in my open, I don't know if you heard it, the NBA first-round ratings are down 27% off last year. They are down 40% off two years ago, which was the last time that LeBron James was in the playoffs. How much of a problem does the NBA have? They may want to be political, but I think it's pretty clear that there are a lot of American sports fans that have zero interest in their sports leagues getting intensely political. Yeah, you know, I've had these conversations. You know, I go in a bar, I go in a restaurant, I hosted an event last night, and I had people come up to me, and they said, look, we're done with the NBA. I've had people say this for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Now, I'm not, you know. Um, by the way, I'm on an NBA heater, 18-5 and five, my last 23 play. Um, and I had the, had the the Celtics plus the three last night. What an amazing finish to that game. So I'm, Yeah, it was I think crazy. I, I feel like I'm in the minority watching the NBA, but it's not only the NBA. I've had these same people say – we're not watching the NFL this year. And I don't know if it's just they're preparing for the NFL to get really political with Roger Goodell changing his stance on a lot of different things. Look, these leagues are going to survive, and this might just be a moment in time uh, where you know everything has become so political in our country, and maybe things really do change in November and things start to simmer down a little bit. But people are upset. And, um, you know, I, you know, personally sitting back and watching the NBA, I think they've done a good job, at least visually, the way they've laid out, um, you know, the games and the crowd and, you know, smaller venues. So I think the NBA's done a really good job of that. But, you know, you were one of the first to say it, you know, politics and sports, they just don't mix. I've never been a polit- big political guy. I think we've all kind of been forced to get into politics in 2020. Um, but I like to sit on my couch and watch my sports and don't have the two combined. And I think a lot of people are just really fed up with it. And I'll give people credit from, from this standpoint. You know, I can say that I don't like it, but sports outweigh everything, and I'm still going to watch. But a lot of people are really taking their stance, and they're shutting it down. I think part of that is people have so much entertainment options now. You know, like, I, I think about back when you and I were kids, LT, like, if I missed G.I. Joe or Scooby-Doo or whatever when I came home from school, I didn't get to watch them. And now, you know, when I watch my kids, they basically believe that any entertainment option that has ever existed in the history of mankind should be viewable by them at any point in time that they want. And so, with Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime and Apple TV and all these different devices. I think sports for many people is less of a, hey, I've got to watch this. In other words, you know, you only had a few channels on. You didn't really have an opportunity to say, oh, I'm upset about this. I'm not going to watch. Now there's always something else that probably is begging for your time. There's always a show that you haven't been able to finish. Everybody's DVR is still locked. And to the extent people even use the DVR anymore, everybody's on-demand is always stacked up. I mean, there's never been more entertainment options, so I think it's easier if something disappoints you, whether it's a show that just becomes not very good anymore. Like, it used to be if I invested four or five years in a show, I was going to watch to see how that show ended. Now, I, I think, like, hey, this season wasn't very good. Yeah, I'm kind of out. I'm not continuing anymore. 
Yeah, you know, an exa- example, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big big Dodger fan, and, you know, back in the day I could really only watch the Dodgers when they would come on WGN against the Cubs or TBS against the Braves. And I didn't miss any of those games when they would come on, and this is pre-extra innings. Well, now that I've got extra innings, you know, there'll be a Monday night where the Dodgers are playing the, D- uh, the Diamondbacks, and sometimes I'll watch a movie or one of my shows, and I'll put that on a side TV, and I'll continue to sample it. But I'm not going to be diehard in for all nine innings because we do have so many options. So here's what I'm doing. I don't know if I told you this, but my nine-year-old's about to turn 10. Uh, he is a huge Atlanta Braves fan. Like, we watch the Braves every night. He watches every at-bat, wakes up, checks highlights if the game ends after he has to go to bed to get up for school. And so, and I haven't done this, so I'm not even sure 100% how this is going to work. But a buddy of mine told me that the Omni Hotel, which is right next to the you know Braves Park uh, down in Atlanta, that you can watch the games from hotel rooms looking out over the stadium. So my yeah, nine-year-old yeah. doesn't know this yet. Have you stayed in that hotel? No. Okay. So we had this conversation the other night. I haven't even been to SunTrust. I, you know, I yeah. went to the old Fulton County a million times, Turner Field. I just haven't been to SunTrust yet. But I was having a conversation with a couple of people the other night that have actually stayed in those rooms. It's limited rooms, and a lot of people are doing it right now. So obviously the availability is a little limited. I'm sure the price point on that thing is crazy. But you yes. know, I, I think it would be well worth it for you if you can pull this off. So we're going down uh, for Friday. There's a doubleheader today in Atlanta for the Braves and the Nationals, and then tomorrow they have the series, and so it's obviously Labor Day weekend. Uh, and so we're taking my kids out of school early. We're hopping in the car, and we're driving down to, uh, to Atlanta to be there for the doubleheader. My 9-year-old doesn't know about this at all, so he's still sleeping right now this morning. He'll go into school, then his mom and I are going to go pick him up, and we're saying, hey, we're going to go watch the Braves. How wacky, so he's going to turn 10, it's his birthday, but how wacky of an experience is that from a sporting fan perspective to be like, hopefully he lives to be 90 years old, and when he's sitting around with his kids to be like, yeah, when I turned 10, my parents took me to a hotel room so we could watch, the only way possible you could watch baseball in 2020 was from a hotel room looking out over the stadium, and I don't even know what kind of view there is uh, into the Brave Stadium, but I just think that's going to be an all-time story for an American sports fan to tell. Not, you know, it's crazy story kind of to tell now, but to think about telling that story in twenty or thirty or forty or fifty years from now is even wilder to think about. Well, you know, I mean, I, I think you know, we, we take semesters in college and high school just to learn about the American Revolution. I think twenty twenty is going to be a standalone. Hopefully, oh yeah, college course. Yes, yeah, I, I think it really will be a college course. And I think you know, in thirty or forty years, kids will look back and they'll be like, "There's no way twenty twenty existed <laughs> the way it did." But yeah, yeah. that's going to be an insane experience. And I still don't get the major league baseball thing. I mean. Look, I know they're trying to have fun, and, and I've watched a ton of Major League Baseball, and I love the 60-game sprint. I really do. I do, too. Uh, 162 is just way too many for me, and I used to watch a, you know, I used to watch 120, 140-plus of Dodger games, but I like the 60-game sprint. But I still don't get that we've got limited capacity now in college football, and we're going to have it in some of the NFL venues. Uh, I just don't know, with it being outside, why you can't have limited capacity on Major League Baseball and why they can't pivot and start to allow some of the fans in the stadiums? It's a great question, and here's the, the answer I would love to know. If the Marlins hadn't happened, and maybe the Cardinals too, 
I think Major League Baseball would be allowing fans right now. But I think they came, they got so criticized and they were so nervous about being able to finish their season that they were probably like, screw it, we're going to get through these 60 games, we're going to get into the postseason, we're not even going to risk having any fans present at all. But I'm with you. I would take my family, if we were able to watch it inside of the park instead of from a hotel, I would take my family in a heartbeat and go uh, go watch the game from inside, you know, of the stadium, provided the fact that there were a socially distanced viewing option. Yeah, but I mean, I'll, I'll, again, in 2020, I'll take whatever I can get. So as long as they're playing right now, I'm excited about it. Obviously more excited about, um, and I, I cannot believe I was up to 11 o'clock last night watching South Alabama and Southern Miss. But, you know, that's, <laughs> that's where we are right now. That is indeed where uh, we are. LT, appreciate the time, my man. We will talk to you hopefully uh, next week. Have a good long weekend. Yeah, you too, Clay. Enjoy, hey, by the uh, way, last great. last question. Uh, actually, last yeah. question for you. I'm not working on Monday. Usually Labor Day is the opener after college football. I know you guys usually work. How wild is it like to have a Labor Day off? Uh, I, I don't remember ever having a Labor Day off. So 20 straight years I've worked on Labor Day, and we actually had this discussion on the air yesterday, and I guess BYU and Navy doesn't warrant us actually working. Uh, it is wild, and I couldn't figure out what I was going to do. So I know you love going down to Rosemary. There was an option there. There was an option to go to the lake. Um, I'm probably just going to hang tight, and, and actually I'm going to watch Middle Tennessee State and Army and SMU and Texas State and Arkansas State and Memphis. Yeah. Um, and I guess I'm just going to relax and, and just drink a lot. So um, yeah. I, I am excited about having Labor Day off, though. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's the first, thing, first time here and forever as well. That's LT uh, at the Lance Taylor on uh, Twitter. You can listen to him on 94.5 Jocks down in Birmingham. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. Dot com slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be there was an article about me and outkick on the front page of the washington post sports section yesterday and i'm gonna write a little bit about it here on outkick uh in the in the morning before i hop in my car to drive down to atlanta with my kids to go stay in the hotel next to the braves game uh brave stadium and watch uh from that hotel for my 10 year old's nine-year-old turning 10-year-old's birthday. He's a huge Braves fan. Um, but what I have found is every time I get attacked, my audience grows. Every time somebody in the media comes after me, Washington Post front page of the sports section yesterday, and I read it, and I was like, yeah, this is par for the course. This is kind of what I expected. But what I'm going to do in this article that I'm going to put up at OutKick that I think you guys are really going to enjoy is I'm going to take you behind the scenes and how a story like that happens. And in particular, it is a, I I checked, 2,300-word story about me that the Washington Post wrote. 2,300 words. That's a pretty decent length profile. There are less than 100 words in that story that are actual quotes from me. 
I talked. We did a transcript because I'm kind of fascinated by this. So when the Washington Post reporter said, hey, I want to do a story about you, I said, that's fine. We're going to do it on Zoom, and I am going to take a transcript of our entire conversation so I have it for my records too. I'm not just going to let you have a transcript of our conversation. So we got the transcript done of that conversation. It's 28 pages long. I talked to this guy for uh, over an hour. 28 pages worth of transcript. He used less than 100 words from me in a 2,300-word profile written about me. It's really kind of fascinating, and some of the stuff is just wrong in the article. And as I have moved from media guy, right? So I started writing in my uh, in my law office when I was 25 years old online. I'm 41 now. I've been writing for 16 years. And obviously written a couple of best-selling books. It was writing that led me into radio, which led me into TV. But as I have become somebody who gets written about, right? I've gone from writing about people to now people write about me. It's an interesting transition in your life. As my profile has grown, people spend as much time writing about me now as I do writing about other people, which is kind of an interesting, weird dynamic. But I see how much people get wrong in the media. And there are things in that 2,300-word piece. Now, I'm not talking about opinions. Anybody can have an opinion. Like, you can listen to this show and you'll be like, Clay Travis, the greatest ever. You can listen to this show and be like, Clay Travis has the worst radio show ever. There are some of you listening right now who believe both of those things. That's fine. That's your opinion. I can't prove that that opinion of yours is wrong. But facts can be proven to be either truthful or lies, right? The entire purpose of a fact is you can prove whether or not it's a truth or a lie. And a lot of people get confused about fact versus opinion. My opinion that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again is a opinion. You can't prove or disprove that opinion wrong right now, six days before the NFL season starts. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year is not an opinion. It is a fact. You can't argue with me about who won the Super Bowl last year. A lot of facts are wrong in our reporting today. So much of it. And I see it now as someone who is being written about. And it makes me try on my radio show to be certain that I get all the facts right. So here are some facts to start off your Friday morning headed into Labor Day weekend. If many of you, as I know to be the case, are waking up with me right now on the West Coast. Uh, A couple things. Wild ending last night in the NBA. Crazy defensive laps by the Boston Celtics to allow a three-pointer with .5 seconds left to beat them by one. Uh, The Clippers, no trouble at all. I think they're going to roll right over the Nuggets. Although, to be fair, the Nuggets were down 3-1 and found a way to win three in a row, so who knows what exactly might happen. But I'd be stunned if the Clippers don't advance. Lakers play tonight. College football, more importantly, officially back underway. 
We got our first major upset of the year, if you like to gamble. Southern Miss was a 13-point favorite at kick over South Alabama. South Alabama came into Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and won by double digits. So big game reversal over what was expected in Southern Miss, South Alabama. Props to Central Arkansas, who played their second game, played an entertaining game against UAB. As we roll into the weekend, college football is officially back. Uh, A lot to be excited about there. Uh, The FBS is back officially underway. One of the things that we have been talking about and discussing during the course of this program, and I appreciate all of you who've called in and weighed in, is the collapse in ratings that's been going on in the NBA. The NBA now down 27% first round NBA playoff ratings over last year. You won't hear almost anyone anywhere in the media mention this because there is so much cheerleading that goes on for the NBA in the media. If you say a negative word at all about the NBA, people are like, you can't say that. The NBA is the greatest thing that's ever ever existed in the history of the world. That's what sports media believes. It's amazing. The sports media that covers the NBA, they never point out any of the flaws, any of the disasters or the fact that the ratings are down now 40% in the past two years. But the general public, I believe there is wisdom in masses, and they see through it. They see through all of the propaganda that is being spewed about how amazing the NBA is, and they say, hey, you know what? I don't really think it makes sense to put Black Lives Matter on the basketball court. And I don't really like every single person affiliated with the NBA taking a knee for the national anthem. And, you know, truth be told, I don't think it makes sense to put social justice warrior slogans on the back of your jersey when you're taking billions of dollars from China and refusing to say a word about the fact that they have concentration camps, lack of basic human rights, that they're invading and taking over all of democracy in Hong Kong. And you bend the knee to China, but you will criticize America to the nth degree. I think a lot of people see that and they say, I don't know necessarily that that makes sense. And so one of the reasons why I think this show has a million more listeners in August than we had in July is because what we are saying is important. And what we are saying is not being said by very many people. And I think that so many of you out there, what you hear when you listen to OutKick, we are the equivalent of a cold glass of water when you've been walking through the sports desert for months on end. And suddenly you're like, oh my God, thank you for that cold glass of water. I needed that water in the middle of this desert. And meanwhile, the sports media is walking along in, uh, you know, in, in air condition uh, comfort while you're trudging through the desert. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. This desert is beautiful. Look at how great these trees are. Look at how beautiful all this landscape is and you're like man i'm walking around in a desert here i don't i don't really feel like i'm being respected very much as a sports fan and the sports media is like oh that's so arrogant of you do you think these athletes just exist to entertain you i mean that's kind of the business that they're in (laughs) we're like oh do you just expect for athletes to entertain you kind of yeah i do i mean that's why we pay them Nobody's ever like, oh, do you just expect that performer to show up and sing on the stage for you? Yeah, I do. 
That's why I bought a ticket to the concert. Did you just think you were going to show up and Justin Timberlake was going to sing all of his best songs for you? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, that's why I bought the ticket. Did you just think you were going to show up in that comedy club and your favorite comedian was going to make you laugh? Yeah. That's why I bought the ticket to the comedy club because I was hoping, you know, that, that he was going to make me laugh. Do you expect to show up at a sporting event and have an athlete just play the sport for your entertainment? Yeah, that's 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 why I'm watching. <laughs> it's so funny to me that the sports media has gotten so bent out of shape about the idea that sports fans are like, hey, I kind of just like to watch the game. Like if I go to a comedy club and I walk into a comedy club and when I get there, I get a symposium on whether or not there's global warming, I'm going to be like, ah, you know, I, I'm not really a global warming guy, but I really just came here to get a joke. If I go in, I went and saw Tenet on Wednesday. Pretty entertaining movie. Watched it in the IMAX. Movie theaters are open down here. Third straight week I've been to the movie theaters. If I sit down in Tenet, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to watch this mind-bending incredibly difficult to follow narrative structure from Christopher Nolan, who's one of the great geniuses of film in modern American life. And if instead of Tenet coming on, Christopher Nolan had came on and he was like, hey, I'm just going to read from Shakespeare today because I think it's really important that you realize how good Hamlet was. So before we show you the movie... I'm going to read from Hamlet for 20 minutes, and I hope you'll just understand that I'm more than a filmmaker. And so here we go. Here's Hamlet. I'm Christopher Nolan. I would have been, I was there with my wife. I'd have looked around. I'd have been like, I mean, I kind of like Shakespeare. Been a long time. I went and saw a Shakespeare play when I was in London. I read it back in high school, but I really just want to watch things blow up and get my mind bent from Tenet, from Christopher Nolan, I don't really want Christopher Nolan to read Shakespeare to me or tell me what he thinks about the criminal justice system or anything else. My point is people like sports because it's entertainment. And as soon as you make me realize that I'm not there for an entertainment-related endeavor, you are driving away people who otherwise would be supporters of your product. And I think that's why the NBA ratings are down 27% this year. I think that's why they're down 40% over the last two years. And I think if I'm a Houston Rockets fan and my team's playing against LeBron James and the Lakers tonight, you are not going to get a single call this entire series. Rockets fans, I know it's hard to believe because James Harden gets every call on the planet. The NBA is so desperate for LeBron James to win that anything that comes down to a borderline call, the tie goes to the ratings. And the NBA is desperate for LeBron James to be in the NBA Finals because they are going to be competing against the NFL. They're going to be competing against college football. They're going to be competing against the stretch run of Major League Baseball plus the Major League Baseball playoffs. They're competing against hockey. They're competing against the friggin' Kentucky Derby this weekend. They are competing against the U.S. Open. 
all of that is going on, and the NBA knows that if LeBron isn't in the finals, ain't nobody watching their product. And so he's getting the benefit of the doubt on every single call. It's crazy. If you need the benefit of the doubt, you know where you need to be? The Outkick VIP. We are dominating. 10 million readers last August. I just told you a million more people listening in August than listened to us in July. That's crazy. 15 million video views. You can go subscribe to our Outkick podcast account. Sorry, our Outkick podcast account, of course, but our Outkick YouTube channel. It's one of those things my kids told me. I didn't believe them. They were like, Dad, everybody spends all day on YouTube. You need to spend more time with your content on YouTube. I don't even know what that means, the YouTube stuff. We're blowing up. Thousands of people are subscribing to the Outkick YouTube channel every single day. And the last I checked, 85,000 of you have subscribed. We had 20,000 subscribers on YouTube just like six weeks ago. We're going to go over 100,000 YouTube subscribers next week. And I don't know what our ceiling is going to be, but 100,000 feels like a pretty big number. I think we may have a chance to get to a million. And that's just wild to even think about. So go sign up right now for the Outkick VIP. What you got, Coop? All right, we'll go to the VIP line in a minute. And if you do go uh, sign up for the Outkick, you get to call in direct to the VIP line. Be able to come straight into the show when we're taking calls like we're doing today. You get an autographed copy of my book. We got thousands of copies that I'm signing right now. Uh, And you get the right to comment on all of our articles and join up and be a part of the Outkick VIP message board. Uh, Coop, who's the VIP caller right now? It's uh, Marvin Windsor, Ontario. Marvin Windsor, Ontario. We got some international subscribers. Thanks for signing up, Marv. (laughs) Yeah, no problem. I enjoy it very much. I remember clicking around, and I, I would um, hear your show early in the morning, and then one day in June, I heard you um, uh, Monday, yeah, I heard you talking with Jason, and I became addicted. Yeah. Um, both of you guys, you're the dynamic duo, and you're revolutionizing radio, um, and thank you very much for your honesty and the, the clarity in which you speak. Um, I love your book. Um, I've got one thing in common with you. I like boobs. Um, and in the, in the People's Communist Republic of Canada, we don't have a First Amendment, but we do have the right to remain silent under any and all circumstances. Um, so that, that's what we're used to. Uh, we just shut up and listen. Um, the, the next thing uh, is uh, in, in basketball, uh, I, I look at if, if a person wants to end up having a political take, good for them. Um, but the problem is the hypocrisy that goes along with it. Yeah. Uh, as long as LeBron is cashing his checks in wands, um, I think that he should probably give up playing basketball, take an English course so that he can correctly uh, compose a, a, a sentence grammatically um, and, and become the, the verbal advocate of social justice in America. Um, and that's about it for my takes. Uh, um, one last thing. Um, you're, you're growing your, your business uh, very, very well. But I, I heard the other day that um, even a, a guy like Rush Limbaugh, who basically quoted verbatim um, Jason's article on Goodell and Vincent, um, when he's got some 50-some-odd million listeners, you're going to have a whole lot more VIP subscribers in the near future. Hopefully my takes are good enough that uh, I can call in again on a regular basis. Thanks a lot for listening. 
Great call. I appreciate that. Yeah, look, I appreciate all the listeners we have. There's way more people who would love what we're saying on a day-to-day basis. Way, way more. So I don't know how much bigger we can get, but I'm excited to see where we are headed. Um, And uh, it is thrilling to be on this ride with you guys. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Barrett Salee, CBS Sports, joining us now. Barrett, how much of a disaster for the Big Ten brand has been everything going on in the Big Ten since they basically made the decision to cancel their season in early August? It's been incredibly damaging. You know, it's been on the level of the Pac-12 networks not getting on direct TV and had the Big Ten not have, you know, the the biggest revenue uh, in all of college sports – um, I think we'd be talking about uh, the Big Ten even worse than the Pac-12, which is crazy considering, you know, how how football crazed that area is. But uh, it just goes back to the lack of self-awareness uh, of the president and Commissioner Kevin Warren. Uh, it goes back to poor leadership and I think more importantly, uh, poor management on a whole lot of levels, not just at the top. Yeah, and what do you think is going to ultimately end up happening here? Uh, I've obviously been talking to a lot of people. I'm sure you have as well. Is there any way in your mind that the back the Big Ten rectifies their idiocy and finds a way to play <laughs> in the fall? And I don't mean in the fall in like Thanksgiving uh, with a sort of a weird winter, you know, late fall season. I mean, actually plays when the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are playing and competes in the college football playoff. You know, Clay, I think there's a chance, but it's more like a Lloyd Christmas and Dumb and Dumber, so you're telling me a chance. Uh, There's a chance. You know, I think that uh, the goal here now, uh, you know, is not just to get football played and save revenue, although that is a big part of it. Uh, It's also inclusion in the college football playoff. You know, I think when the Big Ten postponed their season, uh, they thought everybody would follow suit, which, again, shows massive lack of self-awareness. But um, I think they thought that they could make the college football playoff happen in spring, and now they're on the outside looking in. Even the Pac-12, or at least, you know, that's at least uh, trying to find ways to, to make things happen. But, um, you know, starting at Thanksgiving, you can't do that. You know, starting October 10th, okay, maybe you can fit in, you know, nine, ten games and, um, you know, make yourself eligible for Selection Sunday on December 19th. So um, I think it's a small chance that, that it happens. Uh, obviously, there's a push for, you know, some presidents to sort of garner support uh, on their side. Ultimately, I don't necessarily think that it happens, uh, due in large part because, you know, these presidents have a much bigger picture than athletics. They're worried about the entire student body. And you've seen students come back on campus and numbers have risen because there are more people on campus. That's kind of how math works. But, um, you know, I think those numbers still, I think in terms of a liability standpoint, 
will will be enough to prevent those presidents to uh, uh, to, to approve a start in you know early to mid October. All right, let's presume, and I think it's a very good presumption at this point that the ACC, the SEC, and the Big Twelve all play this fall. If they finish the season and get into the playoff and everything goes well, what is the long-range hit to the Big Ten and the Pac-12 for not playing if these other conferences find a way to play? Well, I think from a person a, a personnel standpoint, it's going to be really hard for recruits to buy in to a conference that clearly doesn't value football the way others do. And that's the narrow mind, you know, of the college athlete, the high school athlete. They want to take that next step. They don't have the bigger picture in mind, nor should they. There's no reason for them to do that. Um, so I think from a, from a personnel standpoint, you're going to see everybody take a step back. You know, the teams like Ohio State uh, and Penn State, you know, they're still going to be competitive because they're still, you know, branded programs. But everybody else is going to take a, a pretty significant step back. Uh, I think from a financial standpoint, you're going to see those programs simply unable to compete uh, from, a, from a spending standpoint, from a revenue standpoint, uh, as the conference that are playing. Because you have to have the money to lure assistant coaches. You have to have the money to uh, build these nice facilities. And while revenue is going to take a major hit across the board, um, you know, the, the, the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 are at least salvaging something. So from a revenue standpoint, you'd think long-term that – um, yes, while the Big Ten has you know a, a lucrative deal with the Big Ten Network, that um, you know it's it's not going to be um, you know the money's not going to flow uh, as freely maybe as it used to. Are we done in your mind with players deciding to sit out? We've seen obviously Georgia with quarterbacks, uh, LSU with wide receivers. Do you think top players in the ACC, SEC, and Big 12 have all made their decisions, or do you think there are still more uh, sort of dominoes to fall potentially here before the final rosters are set? I think there are a few, uh, mostly because the SEC starts so late. Um, You know, the ACC's next weekend, Big 12, um, you know, a little closer. So I think for those conferences – you know, you're starting to see it wind down. Uh, I think the SEC has a lot more in store, um, you know, because it does start so late. And really, you, you don't have, um, you know, game time sort of bearing down on these coaches and on these kids. So, um, you know, any message that a coach, you know, gave, put across to, you know, their players before the season say, hey, like, if you're out, we want to know now. Um, you know, the SEC still has time. You know, there, there are players who still can say, all right, look, I'm out. An agent talked to me or, um, you know, my, you know, my parents need some money, family situation changed or whatever. Um, so I think there's that element to it. But I think there's a second wave. And you've seen this throughout the last couple of years with the four game redshirt rule. Kelly Bryant bails after four games and lets Trevor Lawrence start. Two years ago, we saw other players bail midseason. Uh, Blake Barnett, former Alabama quarterback. Um, it did that. We saw Nate Craig Myers, an Auburn wide receiver, bail after four games. So I think you're going to see more opt-outs, and I think you're going to see more open-ended opt-outs through the season where guys say, all right, look, um, you know, I'm hurt, I'm banged up a little bit, I got this free year of eligibility, um, you know, so I'm going to opt out of this season and then figure out, you know, months, two months, three months from now, am I going to the draft or am I coming back knowing that I preserved a year of eligibility thanks to the NCAA basically giving everybody a freebie this year. All right, let's presume that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are not going to find a way to play. 
And so let's go into the SEC. Let's go into the ACC. Let's go into the Big 12. Uh, In the SEC, who do you think? I think there's a good chance there would be two playoff teams coming out of the SEC before Mm -hmm. all is said and done. Who do you think, now that Georgia's got a little bit of uncertainty at the quarterback position, to you are the Gators the favorite in the the East? And is anybody going to be able to challenge Alabama this year, particularly given all the losses that LSU has already seen? Yeah, I picked the Gators in the in the East before Jamie Newman opted out. Uh, opted out, and, and I picked them uh, after that. The, the story actually, our SEC picks went up on CBSSports.com yesterday. Um, I just think Florida uh, wide receiving core is great. Uh, the defense, even though it's filling some holes, especially up front. Uh, trust Todd Grantham. He's evolved as an assistant coach uh, throughout the course of his college career, and I love Kyle Trask. He's never been a starting quarterback in an offseason ever. Uh, because De'Eric King started in front of him at Manville High School in Texas. Um, so, you know, yes, it's been a disjointed offseason, but, you know, he's he's still, you know, getting those reps as an unquestioned first-team running back or a quarterback, even in, op- even in you know, a preseason camp when they're doing, um, you know, optional workouts. So I like Florida a lot. I think there are too many questions offensively for Georgia. And then in the West, uh, you know, Alabama to me is, is a major step ahead because of all uh, the talent they have, especially experienced talent on, on offense, most uh, notably up front on that offensive line. If I had to pick a team outside of Alabama, it would be a stretch. I think Alabama's going to run away with it. Uh, but if I had to pick somebody else, it would probably be Auburn. Uh, I think Bo Nix is going to take a pretty big step forward. Yeah, they, they have some issues on the offensive line. I think those can be replaced pretty easily. Uh, defensive line certainly a problem, but they still have talent there. But I'm hearing great things about all of their running backs. And if you have some questions, um, you know, offensively, we know how Gus Malzahn is. He finds a way to pound the rock no matter how uh, he has to do it. So if I had to pick a team outside of Alabama, it would be Auburn uh, because of that. And also, you know, of all the coaches in the SEC, you know, Gus Malzahn knows how to beat Nick Saban better than anybody. And, and you could say maybe even more than Dabo Sweeney in the ACC considering his track record. So um, considering Gus's track record. So I would probably side with Auburn, but I would do it reluctantly. Do you think Arkansas and Vanderbilt will go 0-10? Vanderbilt will. Uh, I think Arkansas will find a way to get a win. I don't know where. Uh, maybe <laughs> Mississippi State. Maybe Missouri. Uh, you know, I, I don't know where it's going to be. But I do think, oh, look, they've got a pretty decent offense. Rakeem Boyd's a really good running. But he ran for 1,000 yards last year. And there was nobody, nobody else on that offense, right? Like, there's nobody else on that offense. So, I think Arkansas is going to find a way. I am disappointed, Clay, and, and you know Greg Sankey as well as I do. I'm just really disappointed they didn't match those two teams up. I, I really yeah. am. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll get them in a bowl game because there aren't enough teams to fill bowl games, but I, I, I really am disappointed they didn't uh, match them up. Hey, maybe they can go to Shreveport and play in the, in the uh, Poland Weed Eater Independence Bowl. Uh, all right, ACC, can anybody ch- ch- challenge Clemson? Do you think Notre Dame is that team? Anybody else? I think if anybody, it's Notre Dame. I think the gap is pretty significant. But, you know, Notre Dame, Ian Book does not get the credit he deserves at quarterback. He's been really solid. Um, you know, I think their offensive line has been a strength for a while now. I think that'll continue. So that makes things a lot easier on the on, on along the offensive line, or really offense in general. You know, defense, I I think they've got a pretty solid crew. I, I wonder, um, you know, if there's going to be a little bit of a shot dealing with, you know, different kinds of teams, different styles of offenses in the ACC full-time, even though they do see those teams, you know, four or five times a season, you know, based on that 
that um, you know affiliation agreement. But I, I think Notre Dame is is probably going to be that team that you know at least gives Clemson a, a test. You know, obviously it's in South Bend, and then maybe in the ACC championship game, uh, it would be a stretch, a massive, massive stretch for me to say you know, Miami or Florida State or Louisville or even North Carolina can, can put up much of a challenge to the Clemson Tigers. What about the Big 12? What do you see there? Dude, I am so excited about Big 12 football. I, I don't know why people aren't paying attention to it. It is going to be so much fun. Oklahoma State with Chuba Hubbard and Spencer Sanders and Tylen Wallace back off an injury at wide receiver, that team's going to be awesome. I cannot wait to see Oklahoma State. Um, you know, obviously, people forget about Baylor. Like, no one talks about Baylor. They went to the Sugar Bowl last year, and they've got a kid in Charlie Brewer at quarterback who has been awesome for them and weapons outside. Uh, yeah, new coach Dave Aranda might be a little different, but Dave Aranda's a genius. I think anybody in the SEC knows that. Um, you know, the whole Texas is back thing with Sam Ellinger, that's always fun. But Brock Purdy and Iowa State, Man, they've got some offensive linemen. They've got some defensive linemen. If you can, you know, win in the trenches, especially you know, in against exotic teams like you see in the Big Twelve, you're going to be doing all right. So uh, I'm pumped about the Big Twelve. I still think Oklahoma wins it. Um, you know, and, and Spencer Rattler, I do trust that he's going to have a pretty good season. Uh, but this is going to be a year, Clay, in the Big Twelve where you might have a two-loss champion. And if that happens, then you might not only get two SEC teams in, you might get three. No doubt. All right, final question. That would really drive Big Ten fans even crazier. Um, (laughs) Final question for you. I am going to hop in my car in a little bit. I'm bringing my family down. We're staying in the hotel overlooking the Braves Stadium to try to watch Braves games. Have you been to that hotel? What kind of view do you think we'll have? It depends on which floor you're on. Uh, Lower, it's going to be hard. Upper, you're going to be able to see it. I would go to the pool, uh, and the pool is fantastic. But get this. I'm taking my son for his ninth birthday in the stadium to watch the game on Sunday afternoon. They have the chop house open for uh, season ticket holders. So I've heard about uh, it's that. It's good at the Omni, um, but you should uh, you should come down to the battery. We can hang out and grab an early beer before uh, I get to see a game in the stadium and you're relegated to the uh, luxurious Omni Hotel. I felt like I was in a good spot until then. I'll shoot you a text. Uh, That's Barrett Salee. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.